Who's starting today? Jabo's starting today. What am I starting? You are starting the Vlix Podcast Back from Vacation Edition. The Back from Vacation Edition? Yes. Right. Which was actually last week. No, that was the that was the the movie cast. That was the first movie cast. It's different. The yeah, movie cast. The the <laughs> that was the, the what did we? I forgot Movix. what we were gonna cost. The Vlix movie cast, wasn't it? We could have called it Live Balls. Oh God, we're terrible at this. We are horrible at this. We should definitely record this. Oh, we are. Oh, we are. I you know, know we are. I know we are because Jonathan likes to hit record he as keeps, soon as we get here. He keeps doing this, yeah. If there was a way for him to hit record before he got here, he would do that. He too. would hit it remotely in the car so he'd get one of us like on the throne or like <laughs> eating Burger King or something. We're talking about what a fucking prick Jabo is for starting <laughs> Welcome recording to the while we're trying to. T- <laughs> Another on point uh, intro. Why, hey guys, it's here. what we're good for. I think so, I think we've all established that we're we're superior at this. Yeah, we're great at it. So, uh, what episode are we on, Jonathan? Technically, this is episode forty-two. 42. Episode forty-two. The answer to life, the universe, universe and everything, and everything in it. And if you don't know that reference, why are you even here? Yeah, why are like, you listening are you to this even podcast? Alive? Seriously, at this point, I humbly submit that you are not. I mean, there's a TV series coming up for that show. Is it really? Well, yeah. All no. books should be TV series. Should no, be made into mini no, series. no. They should be read. No, no. I, I agree with you. But if if you're if you're going to transition a book into a medium, don't make a movie out of it. No, you make can't. a mini series out of it you so that you can go. So you don't have to skip over all the shit that you invariably skip over in order to get ratings. So, so you can do it justice. Yeah, that's what you're saying. You know, stop pouring yourself out for the money is what I'm saying. But. Oh, that's never going to stop happening. No, no, not as, and especially not with Disney owning everything. Everything. Did you everything. see the Did you see the little package they put together to compete with Netflix? Yeah. 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 Monopoly's our thing. Yeah, it's going to happen. I but wh- yeah, and Teddy Roosevelt's rolling this. over in his grave. Yep. You know, I really don't think it's actually going to happen. I think the government will eventually will stop them from being a <laughs> complete monopoly because whose government? It's if, already a complete if, yeah, monopoly. Yeah, if, if the Senate gets flipped and Trump loses the election so that the, the Republicans are no longer just running roughshod over, like, all business, maybe, maybe no. it'll get stopped. But that's Still highly unlikely. No, it'll get sold to China way before then. Yeah, they already own us. Well, they do own us, but they actually stopped a printer merger last year, last fall. A printer merger? Yeah, a quad and some other company. Were um, they printing money? No, they're just... No, because it doesn't matter. They're that's, just printing yeah. books and stuff. But they actually... The government sued them to stop the merger. Out of a dead medium? Rather than, like, the oh, internet media companies? Don't say it's dead. It's not Listen, dead. It's not it's dead. Newspapers are dead. Print, uh, magazines aren't dead. Yeah. Sorry. Newspapers are on yeah, the they decline, are. for sure. They're on the way out. But print itself is not dead. With the exception... And talking, speaking of monopolies... Oh, here it comes. Newspapers are quickly becoming... Like, the only newspapers that are surviving are the big ones. Yeah. That everybody relies... The Wall Street Journal. New York Times. New York Times. Washington Post. Pretty much it. That's it. And unless you're talking like the rags, like the sun or... Well, sure, yeah, <laughs> but I'm not. Wire. Because they're well, not we're talking newspapers. about serious journalism... The only thing that the only thing we're gonna have are are East Coast liberals, 
elitists right. mm-hmm. giving us our news. And Bloomberg. In, in print. That's pretty much it, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of news, Ken has something he has to, wants to talk about that's been in the news this past few days. Oh, I don't want to talk. I don't want years. to talk about this. No, we're. I want to be. I want to be. I want. I want to be expressly this. clear that I do not enjoy talking about this. I do not. I do not enjoy living in a civilization where we have to have this conversation. Now, everybody knows that on this podcast, we try to keep it pretty light. We try, and we're not going to get too far down the rabbit hole today. Yeah, we're not diving in. All but. The way. As we're recording this, we're coming off of a weekend full of more mass shootings. And I think we would be remiss, we would be missing an opportunity to try and have some kind of conversation about it. Now, the problem with this is, and the problem that we have with a lot of things that are worth discussing, is that the four of us, for the most part, are of the same mind. Yeah, you want me to play devil's advocate? I thought about doing it myself. Are you going to be Mitch McConnell? <laughs> no, that, I wouldn't do anything. No, then. that would actually yeah, just yeah. stop. I, I absolutely it. want Pete to, to pretend he's Mitch Turtle Club McConnell. That wouldn't Moscow be Mitch. the devil's advocate. You will literally just be the devil. There's a big difference. No, no. I mean, I'm sure he has like a post in hell. I mean, he's not like the devil, but he certainly oh, no. works for oh, them. No. no, he's there. He's up there. Yeah, yeah. No, I just wouldn't allow the conversation to happen. Like, that would end it right now. Like, I wouldn't call it to order. We wouldn't talk about it. No. See, and that's, and, and that's kind of what, what happens is, you know, we're going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to, I'm going to switch it around and somehow blame people who are sucking up our welfare system rather than actually talk about what's really, what really needs to be talked about. Yeah. So, I just want to, I want to, I want I have a couple of questions. Okay. Um, because off the podcast and in my personal life, the news has been filled with this, everybody wants to blame somebody. Let's talk about whose fault this is. And, everybody, and, and liberals and Democrats want to blame Donald Trump. He's a racist. He says racist things. He, he fueled all of this. And that may be, that they, may be, they may be true to an extent. But... At this, as with everything else in our society these days, he is a symptom, not the cause. But Ken, Donald Trump, you know, people make their own decisions. Do they? They, they have their own lives. Do they really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. completely make their own unaffected decisions? by what they see on They're television. completely unaffected by it. And, all of, and, and, and as we all know, all of this stuff, all of these, all of these things happen in a vacuum. Right. Because Trump talks about an invasion of foreigners and nobody nobody hears that just because he says racist things doesn't make him a racist just because he says predatory things doesn't make him a predator right but the the invasion thing and all of the war lingo and the way that they speak about this stuff has been fairly consistent since before trump he is just that's exactly my clearly that's exactly my point the opposite of a voice of reason he is not at all been like oh as a people we need to come together and See, sort and this thing out he's like yeah, yeah even with them. the even with the white supremacist the shooter in el paso he's been on this white supremacist white nationalist kick since long before trump came along that's true right. and the fact that so you really have to wonder is trump getting this his speak from these groups or are these groups getting their speak from trump see We've kind of blurred the lines, and we're not we're not one hundred percent sure they were they've adapted perhaps what he's saying. Here, here's my thought on that. 
that's trying to figure out the difference between like the product and the ad campaign. Trump is just the brand new ad campaign for white supremacy. Like he is the the new rebranding, jazzing it up, making it a little bit more mainstream, really trying to push it to the kids and all the people at home. It's the same message they've been pushing for a long, long time, but now it's out there. It's it's been rebranded. It's out there for the masses. It's out there for consumption. Instead see, of having to hide it at home of like, ooh, I'm embarrassed about this. Now we're excited about this. See, well, well here's the th- here's the thing. Like, when did this start? So when we were kids. You know, Irish, I think. when we were kids, 1789, yeah, the KKK were to, f- to be frowned upon, right? At least that's the message I got as a, as a kid. So, so were neo-Nazis. Neo-Nazis were frowned upon. KKK was frowned upon. They were you not know? good people. When, and people wouldn't talk about that. And if somebody said something like that as a politician when we were kids, they would get crushed for it, regardless of party. Regardless oh. of party, some of them from well, behind closed doors, you could say a lot in the south. You could say, yeah, you could say it behind, but publicly, they would get crushed for it. Now, wind. I mean, I feel like at some point, this was a plan. I feel like at some point, oh, yeah. they went to this. Um, they didn't. I don't think they knew exactly what the outcome would be of this plan, and I think they're dealing with the effects of it now. But I think at some point, somebody said, you know what, we can push this, and we can divide the country up this way. We can push this and push this and push this. And I think it was when maybe, possibly, when Obama became elected is when it really started. Because they knew that they could like infuriate a certain part of the country because he was African-American. And because of his name. Well, he's half African American. Right. Right. It's not even he's not even a whole black dude. No, he's not he's like half he's not. Black dude. Right. Um I thought it was a fair compromise. But in their in their eyes. <laughs> yeah, because like, you know, is. we didn't have the first we we got the first half black president. You know, we're right? by degrees. We did this by degrees. Right. It's not like Samuel so, Jackson took office. So here's the thing. Is Trump a racist. Undoubtedly. I'm going to say, based on all of his past and based on who his father was, because this stuff is learned, I'm going to say yes. Do I? Does he think he is a racist? No. But is he? Yes. That was my... That, see, that's the, other si- that's the other side of the coin right there. He doesn't view himself as being a racist because right. of the environment in which he grew up. And a lot of people are like that. A lot of people. A like lot that. of people are like that. So we have a person who doesn't, isn't intentionally racist. Unaware of the fact that he's being racist. And, I'm, and I, I'm, I don't everybody, – everybody knows – I'm not a big fan of the president. I'm not. But – this is my thinking here with regard to him and what's going on. I think I'm going to interject really quick before you get to that. I also think that uh, the biggest problem is not the fact that he doesn't – well, one, one part of the problem is that he doesn't believe he's racist. But he also doesn't understand the amount of responsibility he has. That is key. It's key. To what we're saying. So – 
so many times before, and 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 his base has lauded him for not being presidential. We have to remember that. So he's not being presidential when he says these things. Right, but I mean, what they said is not just not being presidential, but he tells it like it is. Right. So when he says some weird racist stuff. He's just telling it like it is. He's just telling it like it is. They're a bunch of racists. He's just he's just he's just truth telling. But think about and this and, and and where this all comes from. Donald Trump is upper class. Grew up in a very gentrified lifestyle. He wasn't exposed to black people. If he was, they were probably in a subservient role when he was young. He goes to an Ivy League school, again, at a time when not a lot of people, black people went to Ivy League schools. So he spends his entire life like this, in a world of people who are like him. Running for president as a Republican, the Republican demographic is primarily rural where there aren't a lot of people of color. How do you get people like that to vote for you? You got to make them you, get, you you make them afraid of it. Tell them who's to blame for it. Easiest thing in the world to do. The reason that conservatives are more rural is when you live in an urban area, you have no choice but to interact with other people. <laughs> And you learn about them. You learn that they're not so bad. You you get exposed to different cultures. Sexes, genders. Orientations. Orientations. Right. Different alternative lifestyles. Right. You become that, that stuff becomes commonplace in your life. You find contradictions to whatever beliefs you held before you met these right. people. Right. And a little rainy day on that parade is you also f- find out that they're assholes. And they're jerks. And they're bad drivers. But just like everyone else. Like, yeah. that's, that's the key is, oh, yeah, that guy's cool. He also loves Chuck Norris. And, like, that guy over there is a complete douchebag. Like, they both have turbans on. Turbans aren't really the, the thing that makes one person better or worse. And I know a bunch of Muslims who are pretty cool guys, and those guys are fucking rapists. Like, that's just because people, 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 people. are awesome and the worst. Like, just across the board. And yeah, it doesn't, just it doesn't say, matter what you look like. It doesn't matter where you come yeah. from. It doesn't matter who your parents are. And you're good stuff. or bad or somewhere in between. Right. It just, it, it, it's, 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 it's a human condition. Right. You take, oh, I'm a, all the Islamic people are terrible. Like, really, a third of the population of the world you're just going to broadly just stroke as evil? No. Guys, Catholics... Like, everybody's got blood on their hands. We're all just going to, like, take a step down and take it case by case. How about that? The thing, the thing that always blows my mind is the people that, you know, like, the people in the rural people, and I know, I know people like this, that believe that, you know, let's just say something was stolen from their yard and it was a white person. Well, he's a thief. But if but if an African American person steals right. something, Black they people. are thieves. Black people are That's thieves. That's bullshit. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, no, that particular black person stole something. He particularly is a thief. Right. 
But you can't you can't say his mother, his father, his sister, his yeah. brother. You can't say the other guy down the street is a thief also. That's just, that's bullshit. That's just Jeremy. Because he's, yeah, yeah, it's just Jeremy. Jeremy takes rabbits from your pen and eats them. I don't know what he does. He steals right. rhubarb from the alley. He steals he steals <laughs> rhubarb from the alley. Jeremy does that. You know. So he's got other issues. We're see, not and this is and this is something else. When we, you know, when we have these situations, and, and and we've seen this time and again, and I think we've all, I don't think anybody can deny that this happens. We get attacked by a Muslim. All Islam is bad. Right. We get attacked by a black person. All black people are animals. We get attacked by a white person. Oh, we really need to address the mental health situation in this country. Right. Like, how how do people? And this is what I can't understand. And it's 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 plain as day to me. That is racist. That yeah, reaction is, 100%. is 100% racist. How do people not see that? Because people feel like, and and this is I'm not saying this too because I'm not an expert, but but I feel like people think they're part of a team. And if they say something wrong, bad about their team, like they they're bad themselves, and I feel like uh, that's what they think, you know, like like I'm part of the white team, right? You know, or mm-hmm. I'm a Democrat. I'm not a part of a Democrat team. I'm a person who thinks a specific way, right? You know, wait, I'm not part. Wait, of, there's wait. no there's you're, there's you're no a Democrat. <laughs> I'm actually not. You get the no. hell out of here. Yeah. Yeah, right. there's there's no teams, people, and I think that's the the problem here is, um, like Dana alluded to earlier, we're all humans. It's a human condition. There's no motherfucking teams. If anything, <laughs> there's one team, and it's the human team, and that sounds super cheesy and rainbow connectiony and whatnot, but it's the truth. That's the only way we're all going to get out alive. I hope you know that. Right. The that's rich the people truth. are going to murder us all. Like, and and <laughs> it's and I know we got off the subject of gun violence a little bit here. Oh, we didn't even get onto the subject of gun yeah, violence. Yeah, we haven't gotten to the guns yet. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I always allude this to like the the Penn State situation in my head, where you know all the there's all these fans and they love Penn State and they love Joe Paterno, and then they find out that he basically covered for somebody that was raping boys for years. He let this happen, but suddenly they still think he's great again. It's like something breaks in their head. They're like, uh, yeah, but he won a lot of games. No, motherfucker. Right. You know, <laughs> this, it, and, and like I alluded to last time, Ken and I are big big Michigan fans. If we found out Harbaugh did that, to hell with Harbaugh. Right. Right. We would be the first to, th- to throw him off the damn cliff. Urban Meyer was aware that one of his assistant coaches was beating his wife. Right. He's everybody's fine with Urban Meyer still being a good coach. Exactly, but but I, I mean feel not that, me, but you know other people. Right. In but Ohio. it's this weird team mentality that they take this team into themselves, and if they they feel like if they like, um, yell about it or 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 talk badly about it, they're talking badly about themselves. No, you're separate, man. You can be you, but but stick by your morals and your guns, and it doesn't matter. Like if. Bernie Sanders, you know, became president, and then we found out later that he was a huge douchebag and he was doing illegal things. Down with Bernie, right? Right. Hundred percent. You'd think, but yeah, but you have to remember that we, we, and and when I say we, I mean the people in this room, don't engage in whataboutism. No, we don't. So I'm not going to say that 
oh, well, you know, Donald Trump did all this. But what about what all the stuff Bill Clinton did? What about Bill Clinton sexually harassing women or, or raping That's them? That's bad, too. That's okay. It wasn't okay when he was doing it. It's no. not okay now. It's just plain not okay. Right. right. It's also not at all part of the conversation. Right. Remember when we, we said, like, like if you're using that to justify. like, alphabet soup. Well, you're kind of in the ballpark, but yeah, we're like, specifically talking about these two things. Why are you bringing that up? Exactly, exactly. So how does this, Ken, how does our conversation here of um, the perception of Donald Trump as racist and what he says and um, white supremacy, how does that all flow into the gun violence that we have seen? The gun violence that we've seen, and and see more and more, and recently it's it, it is the it is white nationalism, white supremacy that we're seeing. It's been a motivation primarily in the in the most recent hot top you know top top news story, mass shootings. Other factors parody. have been involved, obviously, um, you know, school shootings and stuff like that. But it's it it, it it's uh, it, it's becoming more prevalent in the in in motivating the mass shooters, but. The way that plays into the situation is how do we as a society address gun violence, which this country has a problem with? Yeah, it's a statistical reality. You can't it's, deny it. We're the only anybody country, anybody basically. who says that we don't have a problem with it is either a fool or a liar. So, yes, white supremacy is an issue, and mental health is part of the, the 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 gun violence debate right and also the way that um the uh, the people's mental condition makes them more or less susceptible to extremist tendencies and, and beliefs but as a bigger part of uh, of the conversation when we're talking about gun violence, is um, are Americans more homicidal by nature than, uh, other con- than, than, than other parts of the world? So the problem with this is other countries are starting to think that because now we have travel warnings from other countries, from people going to the U.S., and that's shameful. That's absolutely shameful that we do. Like if you talk to Canadians about – well, if you talk to Americans about Canadians – they're great. If you talk to Canadians about Americans, we're assholes. That's bad, right? That's I mean, that's the stereotype. That's of the American. St- like, yeah, that's, that's the best shame- laughable stereotype is that we're assholes. That's shameful. And we people like to are now on food and play with our guns. Those yeah, are the two things that's that it. we're known for around the world. And that's yeah. a problem. Yeah, cowboys. You know, we live in the Wild West. Yes, it you is. Know what the happens wild in west. the Wild West? Shootouts. And gunfights. You know why? And that's we're in the wild. We're we're still in the wild I know. west. You know why we stopped being in the wild west? Because nobody wants to get fucking shot. <laughs> we were we were not in the wild west for a little while. We were not. There was a hot minute, right? but no. Then we then we decided it was okay to kill kids. That was that was totally worth it. That it was fine for every person, regardless of any goddamn thing, to have access to whatever guns they felt like, because that is your right as an American. Okay, so that actually that brings me to another question, um, and and especially about the, after Newtown, after the Sandy Hook shooting, when we failed to to come up with any action as a society. Oh, we came up with an action on gun violence. We made bulletproof backpacks, right? No, actually, that, that came after Parkland. 
Oh, okay. That was the big thing after Parkland. We waited, that's right. Talking about Sandy Hook. Okay. When we decided that small children, elementary school age children, could die for our right to bear arms. Sure. Did we miss our window? Is our window now closed to do anything substantive about gun control? As we as a society have accepted that this is, a, this is okay, can anything be done at that point? I don't know if it can. I don't, I don't see that they're going to, anybody's going to introduce any kind of gun control. That was it. That was the chance. Unless something even worse happens. I don't think so, because anything bad that happens is going to convince the gun people that the answer is more guns. That only happened because we didn't have enough good guys with guns. But this guy went into a, into a Walmart right. in El Paso, Texas. Texas. Right. Sure. I'm, I'm sure there were at least two guns in the store. Well, at, there were two guns in the vestibule. There were a thousand guns in the store if there were two thousand people in the store. Right. Like... Everybody in Texas has a gun. Right. And I did read an article about there was like a, a Marine Army person who grabbed a couple of kids, you know, bolted for the door. He was armed. He was going to, you know, do his best to protect. Awesome. Still nine people dead in 30 seconds. Who, who has figured out the Walmart shooting situation in 30 seconds? It's like, not possible to stop people from dying. All you can do is be the guy who killed the guy who killed a bunch of people. There is no right. good guy right, stopping the bullets. The guy, the bad guy went into a store full of good guys with guns. It didn't stop him. It didn't make nope. him think twice. Mm. He knew he was going to die. Tar- yeah, he thing. went in there suicide to die. Across the board. They don't fucking care. He went in there to die. And he did this. And it didn't, it didn't slow him down. The, the, the prospect of being killed by one of these guys mm-hmm. didn't slow him down one No, it's bit. all splashy suicide. With these things, is there going to be a big martyr for the cause? And I'm going to end my miserable life anyway, and it's going to be great. And, the, and I'm going to go down in history. And the Dayton shooter was taken down less than a minute, less than a minute after the first shot was fired. Right, by a good guy with a gun or police? By the police. Wow, a minute. Yeah, that is a fucking fast. He went into an area where police were patrolling, literally, not just the good guys who were walking around with guns, just everyday citizens. We're talking about trained police officers are patrolling this area, as they do on a regular basis, because it's a pretty popular night spot. Mm-hmm. This guy went there specifically to kill a bunch of people. And was able to. Clearly, good wi- good guys with guns are not a deterrent. No. So, no. is everybody going to shut the hell up about that argument, or what? No. No, they're not. Because next time, Because they're, they're just going to double know, down on it. I know yeah, what they look and like. And I guarantee you, and I guarantee I, you, there's <laughs> some buffoon out there who thinks, oh, man, if I'd been there, the no. armchair quarterbacking's mm-hmm. got to be strong. Mm-hmm. Oh, if I'd been there, I'd have just, I'd have taken him down. Guess what? No. No, you wouldn't have. No. You would have been running like everybody you else. Got, you would have died with a gun in your hand, maybe. Right. Or got shot by cops who didn't know who you were. Exactly. Right. And that comes up quite a bit of the cops being like, sure didn't know what was going on because we showed up to a place now filled with people openly carrying guns and we don't know who to point at. There's no, like, flag that you put up that says, hey, guys, I'm part of our well-trained militia and basically a deputy cop in my county that has registered my firearms and my ability to, to service this situation. Nope, there's just a bunch of assholes with guns now in a Walmart. Good luck, cops, sorting that out. Everyone's screaming and crying. This is going to be fun. Like, how, how is that there? This is a plan. This is a solution to anything. Because right, everybody's because a hero. Because Yeah, because when yes. you're in emergency services... 
officer, and you enter a situation like that, it doesn't matter if the guy with the gun stops, puts his hands up. No, I'm looking for I'm looking for an active shooter. How many people in completely not active shooter situations in this country are getting shot with their hands up? Like, this is going to make anything better? Yeah. If this is our go-to solution, it's just everybody pulls out their guns and saves the fucking day? No, that's just going to be a whole bunch more black people to get shot. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> if it wasn't in Texas, if they had driven to the Walmart in Baltimore or fucking something, and just started shooting up because all the brown people who live in Baltimore were the problem, how many other people would have gone down? I'm going to say one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand out there and say, not on purpose, this wouldn't have been a hate crime, this wouldn't have been one of those rogue cops who was just doing something, this would have been a terrible situation made worse with a bunch of heroes. Didn't that, didn't that happen somewhere? Didn't, didn't a black marine in a, in a shooting have a gun and then save some kids and then the officers shot him? I'm like pretty sure that happened. I feel like that did happen, yeah. That did happen. So, more guns, everybody having a gun. Like, I, okay, look, I don't own a gun. Ken owns a gun. You own, I do. I Ken have owns a gun. house right now. Dana? No, I've never owned a gun. I, I, don't, I don't own a gun. I don't feel like I need to. I don't, I don't have that, that fear that a lot of people do. You know, and I have been my house broken into. I've had a knife in my throat, and I've had a gun in my face. I have been there, right? It's different when you're there. When you have a gun, it's different. You know, it, you know. I can say that it kind of blows your mind. Everything moves so fast when that happens. You know. And people that have never had that happen to them, they, they think they're gung-ho. I thought I was gung-ho when that happened to them. When, when that happened to me, I was like, um, take whatever you want. Seriously. Okay, so, Pete, you've had a gun in your face before. I have. Now, I don't talk about it, but I have, I, I have as well. I've, I was part of a convenience store robbery once. Right. Do you remember anything about the shooter, about the, about the, about the robber, about the situation, other than the gun in your face? Um, I do. Um, there were two. Um... The guy with the gun in my face was an African-American male. I can still see his face in my head. The guy that took over from him that put the knife to my throat was a white dude, and I can see his face too. So you could you describe know. them. I, I did describe them, and they did get caught. Okay. They got 15 years each, I think, for that night. So do you, re- oh. do you remember everything that happened? I remember most of it. But I, I mostly remember their faces. See, I remember the gun in my face, but that's about it. Yeah, it changes your perception. You only see, so, like, the threat. Yeah, a person's memory is not reliable. Statistically speaking, scientifically speaking, a person's memory is not reliable. Not in a, not in a panic situation like right. that. Right. Too much credence is lent to eyewitness testimony in intense adrenaline-filled situations like that. So... In terms of, I mean, think it's a Walmart, and the guy came in the front of the store, so there's video everywhere, right? Of of what happened, but there's going to be fifty. There's going to be fifty five different versions of the story. Oh yeah, because they're still sure. talking about why he got in the car in the first place, why he drove nine hours to do it, who made him do that, was it the video games? It, was, gonna, the, it was obviously the video games. Do the yeah. video game thing again? Like, we played video games when I was a kid. I, I never went out and killed anybody. Right? I don't no. go. I don't go. I don't go running around looking for turtles. Like there are millions like, and millions of people our age that grew up playing that shit. 
and yeah. still do some of us, and we don't do that. No. no. And it, I mean, mental health is an issue. Um, loneliness, being alone, stuck in your bubble where you're only hearing one message. Again, the rural problem where you don't know anybody but yourself. Right. Right. You know, that's a you big this, issue. You create this 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 concept of apartness. Like those those people over there are different than me. Yeah. And I don't understand them, so I'm going to be afraid of them because that's what you do, the things you don't understand. And when you hear the authority figures that are supposed to have the responsibility to accept everybody, um, be divisive. When you hear those authority figures and you already have those ideas, whatever poison it is that's in your head, it's already there, you actually start to believe that you are doing a right thing. That's the issue. And if you're already lacking empathy, if you, uh, you know, if you're already lacking, you know, social skills, if you are alone and you feel like there's nobody there for you, but I'm going to go do this thing because I'm a hero. That's what rhetoric does. Right. Yeah. That's what rhetoric does. It's one thing to hear it from your neighbor across the street, right? It's different to hear from somebody that you maybe idolize. Right, or the ostensible leader of the free world. Or the, exactly. Who is saying the Angela things. Merkel? Well, yes. Yeah. She's crazy. No. But anyways, you Germans. know, so that's, that's right? the problem with they rhetoric. know enough to, like, back down on it. Like, hand it to the Germans of, they went. They learned their lesson. They were the villains. They did. Of Them ever. and the Japanese. The, yeah, and you know what they did? They were like, yeah, my bad. And you know what they do now? Everything they can to not be those people again. Yeah, they and learned. We, we missed our chance. We were the good guys. So now we've gone, hey, what if uh, what if we take a turn playing the villain? Yeah. We're the villain now. I don't know if people really understand that. Yeah. But we've been the villain since the 90s. Oh, I think before that. Maybe even before that. Maybe Vietnam. We were the villain in Vietnam for the most yeah, part. Yeah, pretty much right. I think we abdicated our, our, our position of moral authority sometime during Korea. Yeah, during the Korean War in the fifties. Well, yeah. you say Korean War, but the Korean War wasn't really a war; it was a police action. It was an undeclared war. It was undeclared, right. war, and but it's a war nonetheless. And the, that and, and, is and, the and, thing. And then again, the police action in Vietnam. But that's the thing: we don't declare wars anymore. No, no, no. Because wars, bad guys fight wars. Yeah. we're just we're helping out. We're helpers. Yeah. We're yeah. givers. That's what we do. Yeah, we, we give, we give, we give until give it give. hurts. I don't trillions. think that's what Mr. Rogers meant by look for the help. Trillions and trillions of dollars worth of help that we've, that right. we've been giving in the out. Small, in, in the form of shiny metal uh, pills that we drop on everybody Anyways, to make everybody happy. Right. So that's what, that's what rhetoric does. And that's what the stuff that Fox News spouts out, like that piece of shit Tucker Carlson. You I know, don't understand how that... Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity. Two days not ago. illegal. Talking about how he wants to see armed guards surrounding schools on every floor of every mall and shopping center. I don't understand if people realize that we've come to that volunteers. Yeah, if it's gotten to that point, there might be. But you know who it's going to be? The guys who are most likely to open fire. He's talking about he's talking about retired police officers, stuff like that, lining up to protect Mm -hmm. schools, et cetera, et cetera. That sounds like a prison, except here's the thing. guns You can't take guns into a prison. Right. That makes it worse than prison. And kids hate being in school as it is anyway. Right. Well, yeah. What I don't understand about these people is they say things like that and, and just 
don't even for one second envision what it would actually be like living in that world. Which is the reason I don't own a gun is because I don't want to live in a gun a world where everybody has a gun. Like I don't want to have a gun put in my face. So maybe if I don't have a gun, maybe you also don't have a gun. Maybe we all don't have guns and we just like go to fucking work, come home, see a few movies, get a drink, have some laughs, you know, maybe get in a fist fight if you're feeling saucy. And everybody goes home, you know. Alive. Everybody has to be armed and everybody has to have on every floor of the mall and the school. Like, we're going to have yeah, assault rifles really? on everyone. That's going to make you happy when you so, go to work. What what gets me about no. this too? And again, this is we talked so, about this and earlier. Again, as long as the guy's not black because if a black man walks down the street with an assault rifle, he's going to get shot. Jeez. Right. So, we talked about earlier about the difference where people are think individual over collective. So, when you're thinking about that that world that you've described and the people that want that world, how selfish they are because they're sending their kids to a world where they're they're afraid to go to school. They have open drills where they have to hide in closets and be very quiet so they don't get shot and killed. They have backpacks with metal plates in them so they don't get shot and killed. We never had that, and I guarantee you the people that want that world now, the people that are selfish, and that's what they want, guns everywhere, they never had that world either. No, and their no, kids they probably didn't. won't. Their kids are going to go to private schools who have gates on the outside. Not all of them. It's not just that, though. The people who want that kind of society are also the people who are worried about the government taking away all their freedoms. And their guns. I don't double think it's such a real thing and the I government's Orwell not the gov- here's the here's the thing guys mm-hmm. you can you could you, you, you can write down the time and place that i said this the government's not gonna take your guns that's not a couple of people have called for mandatory buyback programs that's never gonna fly no one's taking your guns away from you if anybody tells you that they're lying to you no one's taking your guns away they might get that make it make it make it they might make it more difficult for certain people, certain people, to get more guns. But the people they're making it difficult for are not people you want to have guns anyway. Right. But people are going to get guns. The bad guys always get guns. So why should we bother? Why? Why, why should we bother making it difficult, harder right. for a good guy to get a gun if a bad guy can get a gun right. when he wants one? So why can I only buy two boxes of Sudafed? Right, we've we've gone ahead and made laws about me being able to go to the drugstore and easily make methamphetamines, which are super popular, very easy to get to, a hundred percent have not stopped being made. But there's actual laws on the books that prevent me from buying three boxes of Sudafed because I might harm God knows who who's buying something on purpose to harm themselves. But I can go to Walmart and buy all of the guns. Well, your argument you just said is the argument that they that they actually are also using because they say, hey, you can't get Sudafed, but meth still happens. So don't limit me getting my guns because people are still going to get guns, you know. Okay, then make all of the drugs legal. Okay, when, make when all of that, the guns. All the guns are legal. All the guns okay. are legal. Right, no, no, no. Here, all the drugs are legal. Here's the thing. All that, the guns are Here's legal. the thing we don't like talking do about. And no one ever wants to talk about this. In any kind of public setting. From 1994 until 2004, we had a federal uh, assault weapons ban. Yes. And for anybody who's not familiar with it, I'm going to give you a little. I'm going to give you a little bit of detail, real quick, because I don't want to. I don't want to spend too much time talking about this. 
but the Federal Assault Weapons Ban, formerly known as the Public Safety and Recreational Firearms Protection Act, as part of the Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act of 1994, uh, banned the manufacture for civilian use of certain semi-automatic firearms and were defined as assault weapons as well as certain ammunition magazines were, that were defined as large capacity. So, a big thing in uh, gun control legislation that they're trying to pass right now is addressing magazine capacities. So okay. we used to have one. Right. How many people can you kill in 30 seconds? Now, this, now, now this excluded manuf- weapons that were manufactured and purchased before the date the law became effective. So and they're actually, not taking guns away. And actually, it created a market. Because during the... I used to work... I worked in a sporting goods store during the assault weapons ban. And there was a premium to be paid if you could find a pre-ban assault rifle. So it made a little niche industry for people who were trying to, who, who were looking for to, to, to get their hands on these weapons. Also, if there's a gun, there's, if there's an assault weapons ban in effect, and you're trying to get your hands on an assault weapon, it might be worth asking that person a couple more questions. Right. Right. Just, just a thought. Just a, just a, just as an aside there. So. The weapon, the the, the uh, assault rifle was defined as uh, semi-automatic rifles, able to to accept detachable magazines, and two or more of the following criteria: folding or telescoping stock, pistol grips, bayonet mount, flash hider or threaded barrel designed to accommodate one, or grenade launcher. Which should be banned. <laughs> yes. Right. Okay. So, and then semi-automatic pistols with detachable magazines are two or more of the following. Magazine that attaches outside of the pistol grip. Which, if you guys have ever seen, I want to say it's Skyfall, the beginning of Skyfall, where the guy has the machine pistol with the two barrels. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Um, threaded barrel uh, to attach an extender, flash suppressor, hand grip, or, su- or, or suppressor. Uh, a barrel shroud safety feature that prevents uh, burns to the operator. So if the gun gets too hot and if anybody who's not familiar with shooting firearms, the barrels do get very hot. Uh, and eventually you have to stop and let them cool so that you can keep firing. Um, an unloaded weight of 50 ounces or more or semi-automatic version of any fully automatic firearm. So... All that seems pretty reasonable. Why does anyone... This is from 1994 until 2004. None of that is is unreasonable. Now, if we were talking about creating a ban, I would stick with this. There would be a couple of changes because there were a great many guns that were exempted, primarily because they were manufactured in districts that congressmen represented, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, cetera, or whatever. Also... um, one of the other things to talk about when you're talking about banning assault-style weapons is muzzle velocity. So rate of fire. How fast does the bullet come out of the gun? Um, and, and addressing that could help also with, uh, with reducing the, uh, the, 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 the type of weapon that we're talking about. So from 1994 to 2004, in 2004 there was, there was a sunset provision built into the law. Uh, which basically meant that unless it was specifically reauthorized, it was just going to expire. And Congress just let it expire in 2004. So a mass shooting, as defined by the Congressional Research Service, is a, is a shooting in which four or more people are shot or killed 
shot and or killed. Um, between 1994 and 2004, we had 30 mass shootings, as defined by the Congressional Research Service. Between 2004 and now, we've had 135. And how many of those are f- more deadly than the 30? Every single one of them. Exactly. Because the majority of the 30 that happened between during, during the time the assault weapons ban was in effect were barely meeting the criteria. I think, I think may, 30 people might have been the most killed. 12 was like a stretch. The average was uh, 4 to 6. Right. We talked about this earlier. The only massacre that really even made the headlines was Columbine during that time. Right. And we're not, I mean, this is, you know, we're talking about domestic violence situations where, uh, where someone would kill a wife, two kids, and themselves. That would technically classify as a mass shooting under these provisions. So, statistically speaking, based on just that, and there's a ton of other research out there for anybody who wants to go and find it. America has a problem with gun violence. It can't really be denied. So, what do we do? Do we ban assault weapons? Assault-style weapons? Yeah. Do we address mental health? We, yes. Why? Put some money into it, at why, least. Why does it have to be one or the other in most people's views? It should be both. right? It absolutely should be both. Like three other things, right? I mean, your argument destigmatizing destigmatizing mental illness. Yeah, your argument against that that you're going to hear all the time is they don't want their guns taken away, and why should if one person does this, why do I not get need get get a re- assault rifle? But I would like to ask question is why do you fucking need an assault rifle? There's no reason for it. I mean, we live in Michigan, the hunting capital of the United States, basically. The majority of people that we know have guns, and multiple guns. Yeah. How many people we know really even want an assault rifle? You don't hunt with one. They want it for fun, to shoot it, because it's fun. It is fun. Which means I've shot an assault rifle it's before. A it's toy. fun. Which it means is... you don't need it. No, you don't need it. It's not mandatory. But if the government comes and tries to, ta- tries to harm me or my family, or take away my land, or arrest me and round me up and put me in a FEMA camp, I want to be able to defend myself. Listen, fucker, the government has tanks and planes Guess what? Yeah. and bigger and missiles and grenade launchers. <laughs> you will lose that fight oh, excuse me. if the government wanted to take it the from government you. Wa- if the government wants to take you, the government's going to. And because there are already laws against owning fully automatic weapons, rocket launchers, right. drones, right. tanks, Laser-guided howitzers. space missiles. <laughs> I mean, you can't. The idea that people are, the argument that people are making is that I want to have the same guns as the military. Guess what? You don't have the same guns as the military. And you won't. You're not allowed to have the same guns as the military. You've never been allowed to have the same guns as the military. Right. Not, since, not since the Constitution was written and everybody had muskets. Right. So, I mean, that completely falls apart. No, you want an assault rifle for I don't know why, because it's fun, which means you don't need one. It really does. You're not going to hunt with an assault rifle because that's pretty much damn frowned upon because a real hunter doesn't need an assault rifle to kill his prey. Usually well, they need one shot. We know hunters. We have to make it a point of pride. Like, it's, it's, important. One bullet it, no, it, it's important for us to acknowledge that when we're talking about assault weapons, we're not really talking about assault weapons. Assault right. style weapons. Assault, assault style, style weapons. weapons. Right. 
Yeah. Certain assault style weapons, weapons, which take a 223 caliber round, indistinguishable from a from, from a Browning hunting rifle. Take the same caliber weapon. It's just a different look and feel. That's all it is. It looks more aggressive. And the problem that we have is that most people are talking about banning assault rifles. They're talking about like an AR-15. Right. An AR-15 is essentially a glorified hunting rifle. It doesn't have a wooden stock. It's got pistol grip handles and a different kind of shoulder stock. That's it. Right. Which is why we talk. Which is why when we talk about gun control, we talk about background checks. We talk about large capacity magazines. We talk about muzzle velocity. Yeah, which isn't those are the three things to address in order to get sensible gun control, in my opinion. And I'm speaking as a gun owner. Right, right. I agree. So what about a license? Oh, absolutely. And regular testing. In order to con- in order to carry a concealed weapon in Michigan, you have to have a license. You have to be licensed. It's a one-day licensing process. You have to dem- there's a skills test. You have to take a written portion. You have to pass these requirements in order to be able to apply for a concealed pistol license. Concealed. 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 You are allowed to open carry in Michigan. We're talking about in Michigan. Um, anybody listening to us outside of Michigan, check your local ch- check your laws if you're if, if if you're interested in carrying a gun. The only reason that I was ever interested in, in, in carrying a weapon or obtaining a CPL is because when I used to live up north. I haven't hunted in years. I'm not a big hunter. I used to hunt with my family as a way of enjoying their company. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a hunter anymore. I, keep my, I, I still have guns. I use them for sport now. I used, to go for, I used to spend time in the woods. I would go walking in the woods. In the woods in northern Michigan, there are bears. Right. There are elk. There are... Any number of animals that can be aggressive if you get too close to them. I wanted to be able to carry something that I didn't have to walk around carrying in both hands or over my shoulder. So a handgun was sensible to me because I can wear it. And I don't have to be in constant contact with it. But when I leave the woods and go into town, I don't want to have to remember to take the gun off or, you know, just be able to throw on my jacket and go into the store. So I obtained it. So I got a, so I got a concealed pistol license. So that I don't have to remember and worry about if I remember to take my gun off and leave it in the car. I don't feel unsafe anywhere I go. I live in Flint. Right. Arguably one of the most dangerous cities in America. Right. I don't feel unsafe. I don't lock my car when I go to work. I've never felt unsafe in in this town. I have no need to carry a gun anymore. But I still own my guns because... Well, I have them. Right. You know? But that's the problem, is there are gun owners like you who follow the, the rules. The majority of gun owners I know are like me. Right. Almost Same with all the gun owners I know. The, the majority of, I don't know, drivers who also have the ability to kill people at a whim. Because, to be perfectly honest, those two oh, well, the, the, the out, line of yellow dots yeah, doesn't let's at all out, let's stop outlaw, you just, Let's outlaw cars, because they kill people. You know, people get mowed down on the street all the time. Let's right. outlaw cars. But instead, do we have rules for cars, and consequences for cars, and tests for cars, and I licenses would also, for cars? I would also advocate like, liability insurance for gun owners. Right? You have to have, li- you have, to have insurance on your car. Right. Fair. If, so, if you hit somebody with your car, you have insurance to cover that. You hit some. You hit somebody with a bullet coming out of your gun. 
Right? Or your son does. If you accidentally shoot someone, which happens right. frequently God enough. God help you if your kid takes if your you're guns a, to school. And here's the thing, though. If you're in a, if you're in a self-defense situation and you, are, you have a reasonable, credible fear of being harmed and you use your weapon in that situation, then no. That person's got nothing. But if you're cleaning your gun and it goes off or your kid gets their gun out and accidentally shoots their friend, you have insurance for that. What about, what about, you know how you can't, you can't drink till you're 21. What about you can't own a gun till you're 24? Right. I saw a stat where the majority of, of mass shooters are white people between the ages of 18 and 24. Right. What if you just can't own a gun until you're old enough to handle it right that seems perfectly reasonable you still have the the same issue then about they'll just get the gun no matter what yeah yeah but then they have it illegally right so yeah because that's really going to stop them from shooting someone if they have the guns illegal it's not really going to stop it just makes it harder for them to get guns but then Then they have to go to the shady part of town you know they might not want to do that they're they're buying it from one of those black people they want to kill Right, out that's of the what trunk I'm, of a car. It's harder to get. The black market exists, but yeah. you think a bunch of scrawny, weird, socially inept, like outcasts are going to navigate that and get yeah, themselves is, is all the, the good guns? Is the skinhead going to go buy a gun from the no. black guy at the, on the north end of Flint? Like, well, no. no. And look at the faces, they're, and they're not going to sell it to him. Of all these kids in high schools, these weird-looking kids who probably can't buy porn, like they're just weird dudes. They're not going out to the super weird part of town and buying random guns off of people. They don't know those people. They can't find those people. Like, it's hard. How, They're getting them from their parents. That's a good way to get yourself robbed, though, if you roll up, if you, right? if you roll up on a couple of guys right. and be like, hey, man, looking for a gun. What do you yeah, got for I'm me? I'm 21. I and they'll be like, yeah I'll, yeah, I'll hook you up. Just come over well, here, and, and then you the get point. your ass kicked. So Dana made a point. You just said, I'm 21. I have a score to settle. Listen, the reason why I thought about this is... You don't know who you are. You're right out of high school. You don't know where you're going. You don't know who you are. But by the time you're in the mid-20s, you kind of figure it out a little bit, and you can kind of grow past whatever issues you had. Or the issues become so pronounced that you people know you need help. Right. You know, that's, that's the only reason. You're right. delaying that... They're delaying that I have a score to settle mentality. Yeah. Make it harder. I make mean, it harder. Even if you think the laws don't work, make it harder. What's the, what's the harm in making it harder for people to get things that have one design to end life? That is the only use that a gun is good for. Maybe it's for deer or rabbits, but mostly people. Let's not kid around. Like most of these things are not designed to end animal life 40 rounds a minute. Like that's not how that works. I take a great deal of pride in being able to hit a target. Right? It's a skill. Can we sell like it. those hunter rifles? Like, here's your rifle. It's got one bullet in it. You know, like, and you bring something home. Wow, that guy, he's a really good hunter. Yeah, he's a good shot. He's a really good shot. He's you good just, at providing. the one. He's manly. He's good at providing for his family. Hey, speaking of manliness, we're going to do a quiz later. We are going to do a quiz pretty soon up. here. We're going to do yeah, a manliness we're gonna, quiz. We're going we're gonna to bring this plane in for landing because I'm sure you guys are sick to death of listening. Well, listening I did have one about. other... Two other solutions. Go, please. To this sir. Yeah, yes. let's do this so we can get to the manly quiz. One cause... of the solutions. Uh, take a, a, a page out of Switzerland's playbook. Mandatory compulsory military service. So, A, 
you are taught how to properly handle guns if we're just going to do that now. Everybody gets a gun. Everyone has a gun. We're all just going to do guns now. At least learn how to use it safely. They are going to teach you that for sure. Also, if everybody's in that, they've given up on white divisions and black divisions and Mexican divisions. You're going to meet other people who you don't get along with in a very stressful situation Mm -hmm. wherein you guys are either going to be the best of friends or you are going to kill each other and problem solved all around. Two years, mandatory compulsory. And then all of the the guys who are just super gung-ho and can't wait to get out there and kill somebody, they sign up. They enlist. They're over there now. Win-win so all around. Here's my here here. I, I I like this idea. I've been I've actually talked about this before, but here's my addition to that. Okay. Mental health screenings. Yes. As part of your free government health care that you get in the military. I'm kind of assuming that that's got to be a part of it. Like they don't want lunatics with guns. They no, understand they that See, they've got the a thing. bunch of loaded guns. The vi- yeah, they don't the, want crazy. The military is like super cautious about that. Right. Why can't we do that? Why is that their thing? Why, why can't we also be cautious of who is holding a loaded assault rifle near our heads while we sleep? Like, that's kind of weird to me, that that's too much. That's just American freedom out the window. But if you're in the military, hey, buddy, we got rules. Right. Good point. My other plan is we start a fashion company, right? And the, the, the title of it is um, A Big Sigh... I guess this is our fucking life now. Um, and that's the, the title of the, the, the thing. And it's all bulletproof, hopefully fashionable, kind of sexy, <laughs> right? Um, armored jackets. Like, like, pants. A Kevlar, like a Kevlar blazer? Yeah. Um, and also backpacks that fold out into like shields. makeshift shields, bomb shelter, like where you could pull in Person, one or two people. Personal shelter. Yeah. And just like have people, you know, dozens of them walking through New York clearly prepared for an explosion. So right? and then just, this is genius. And then so, just that's our, our campaign is just like, well, that's like our fucking life now. So James it's Bond skiing genius. down a mountain. Yep. Pulls the thing, ski jacket, <laughs> surrounds him in a jig in a big giant air filled pocket. That's right. Right? Except that pocket is made of bulletproof material. That's Something right. Something like that. Or yeah, a whole backpack like unfolds into like a, a whole that's shield genius. on the ground. Riot shield on the shoulder. The whole it's thing. genius. I feel like that's that's because be, that's that's we what need a I commercial for that. These people are doing that. That's one of the commercials I was thinking of. We need a commercial um, for that because that's the life we're gonna live. Like we're gonna we're gonna be. They want us to allow this to happen. A world where we just deal with that. Like we just accept. You might be watching The Lion King the next time they release it, and that whole theater is gonna get shot up, and that's. Nothing we can do about it. Thoughts and prayers. So be ready. The, the best thing you can do is just be bulletproof in your whole life. Is Make sure your kids are going to fit under your trench coat that is also bulletproof. Like That's the life we have to live. You don't get to just walk around in flip-flops anymore. Nobody's going to the beach without their bullet screen, that umbrella that your family puts yeah, your all their... Yeah, beach canopy. Right. It's, it's all a bomb shelter. I mean... Walking, just just drives me nuts. Panic room, yeah. Yeah, ooh, personal panic room. Like you hit a button and like the the doors of your SUV flop down. Done. That's Uh, genius. I I think more like Veronica. Like Betty and Veronica? No, like in Avengers. Oh, okay. Oh, like Veronica, where like just Age of Ultron, and just like it comes down from space and just like surrounds you in this cage of safety and. 
Right. No, that's for the that's maybe for the one percent. Maybe, maybe there's cupcakes in there. Well, or there's going to be those. I mean, that's for the one percent, Ken. We're going to scale up the line. There'll be the budget. We'll be on right. the target line. Yeah. Yeah. So when we come back, we are going to do a manliness test because we talked about guns. We feel pretty manly. We got to be. We got. Yeah. We got. We got to see how manly we are. We got to see how manly we are now. As so, J Bo strokes his long, luxurious hair. Yes. So when we come back, we're going to take a manly test, and I'm going to get negative points. He's gonna have to give points to other people. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to give points, just like my bad card. He's gonna end up in the, in the, in the hole. That's right. And take your balls out of your wife's purse and hand them to somebody else. That's right. Okay, we'll be right back. Dude, if I was gonna attack <laughs> by a bear and I knew I was going, I would try to dick punch a bear. No, you wouldn't. Right. Yeah, I would. You'd be scared yeah. shitless. No, no, no. He goes up right to to attack you. That's what you get. You run, slide wow. beneath his legs, uppercut, run. It buys you plenty of time. Dick he did not see bear? that coming, and no one has ever punched him in the dick before. He is not prepared for that. How many people have punched a bear in a dick? You ever seen that one where the where you're, you're up in the tree, and the bear is at the base of the tree, and you jump off the tree, like 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 suplex him? No, that's Ooh. stupid. Like body like better better to die a man's death. <laughs> he will just catch you in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now you got to climb up a tree thin enough to start bending by your combined <laughs> weight. Yeah. And then be the first one to jump off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so he flies away? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that Again, bitch. he's not expecting that. He didn't think of it. And the best he's part a bear. is the, the yeah. adrenaline's and, rushing and, and, so much. And because you're Dudley Do-Right, apparently. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> There's actually a photo online that somebody took in nature of a bear punching another bear in the dick. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Bears dick punch other bears? Yeah. What an awesome bear fight that would have been. How did you find that? Where did, how, what, what did you Google to make that happen? <laughs> he does. He has a picture. That's awesome. I typed in, I punched a, di- a bear in the dick and lived, and it was the fourth link, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Jonathan. What were the first three? Were they less in- were, they, were they less interesting? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was a YouTube video that doesn't load because of the audio recorder playing right now. Uh, so there was two YouTube videos, and then a Reddit post, and then the Imager post. Okay, good to know. Right, good to so know. The first one was DJ Shadow, Nobody Speak, featuring Run the Jewels. Apparently, that somehow it says, I will punch a baby bear in something. Why would you punch a baby bear? Right, that's just rude. That's douchey. Cowardly. It's kind of cowardly. Oh, it actually says, I will punch a baby bear in his shit. Oh. Why would you do that? Your hand will stink. Right. I had no idea. Then, well, the baby bear doesn't actually need to be there. Then, right, just you're just punching <laughs> shit. Just some lunatic rapper <laughs> running around punching animal feces. That's that's a cry for help. It that is, is. It is. Don't give him a gun. Dear, run the jewels. Um, talk to me, buddy. Are you, are you okay? Are you okay? I haven't seen you in a while. Been punching a lot of poo. <laughs> don't smell great. You don't smell great at parties. I, I, I've been meaning to tell you that. Reminds me of that song. You're just, uh, Shit Smells Like Roses or whatever that song was. Remember that one? There's a song called Your Shit Smells Like Roses? Yeah, you don't remember that? No, I don't listen I to those shit. I vaguely remember those lyrics. You remember those? Ah, uh, kind of. Someone being like, oh, and you think, you know, your shit smells like roses. But well, I could see that being a, a lyric. All right, are we ready to be manly? Manly. It was outcast. Ah, uh, it would be yeah. outcast. Right. That makes more sense. At least I think it was. It might not have been. Oh, I thought you looked it up. If it was, I might have heard it. I'm well, so I'm so, I'm so done with this conversation. Right? Let's do the thing, Jonathan. We gotta do, we gotta do a manly quiz. All right, so we're ready to do this manly quiz and see. Yes, how. we're gonna do it. Is it the high Man score wins quiz. or the low score wins? 
Um, you want more points? You want more points? More points. All right. It's the manly way to win a game. More points. Get less points than losers. So this is brought to us by the lovely people at the telegraph.co.uk. Ooh, it's a UK one. Ooh. So quiz, how manly are you? Oh boy, here we go. You will write down your score of points as I read each answer and the value of the answer. Okay. Okay. What was the last thing that you fixed? A household gadget, changed the fuse, had a bit of a fiddle, wallop, get three points. You fixed your vehicle. Nothing like getting your overalls on hands dirty. Get four points. Not me. Okay. Change the light bulb. Anything bigger than that, you tend to call in the professionals. Score two points. Right. You listen to Coldplay's Fix You on your iPod. Does that count? You listen to Coldplay point. should be negative minus, points. Minus two points. Yeah. Every once in a while that comes up in one of my Pandora stations. And I'm like, you don't even know me. <laughs> you know what? You know, you know what always comes up on my station? The Lumineers. Yeah. Yeah, I just like thumbs down every time, and they just keep popping up. That's because right. that's it's why like, they keep coming back. Because I thumbs down them. Yeah. Exactly. So I. Uh, that's because all P wants to listen to is Nickelback. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Non-stop. All the time. Non-stop. Non-stop Nickelback. Yeah. I think the guy the Nickelback has a new band too. Anyways, what's the next question Nickel on this forward. one? Are we going to say why what what points Nickel we got front. while we're thinking of no, no, it? No, no, we'll no? just add it up. Save, save it to the end. I mean, it's like, like a Cosmo thing, quiz. Well, okay, fine. We'll just, we'll just get the end scores. Okay. All right, what's next? Number two, if you try to grow a beard, what happens? As Dayton tries to grow a beard right now. Right. <laughs> Pedophilia, is that, what, is, that a thing? is that one of the answers? All right, give us the things here. Uh, four points for decent designer stubble within 24, hour, 24 hours. Luxurant beard by the end of the week. That's four points? That's four points. Considering this has been three weeks for you, you do not get four points. No, I do not. No, since this is the first facial hair I've had at year 40, I don't I don't get many points. Uh, three points. You look stubbly within a few days. A week later, you get a respectable beard. Still Two no. points. Takes at least a fortnight. Your stubble is a bit patchy and ginger. Ginger? That's, no. that's Jonathan. <laughs> no one notices it, and it feels a bit grubby, so you give up. Score one point. Wait, wait, wait. So I get, like, three points? You get one Not point, a respectable yeah. beard. Wait, what? I get more than one Yeah, I don't get... Yeah, I don't... Like, what if what if it's somewhere in between one and two? You're, like, one and a right? half? What if I can literally only grow a goatee? <laughs> because it no, just you have to. You, can't, you have to use whole numbers, Ken. So you have well, to place yourself on between one and two. I'm going to say that we noticed it, so you don't get... You get more than one point. I'd, I'd give you two. I'm going to give you two. Ooh, it's only a two-point... I it's a two point. Better than that. This is. I got a four. I wow. pretty much had to shave every day. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I want to see you go a month without shaving. Oh my god, I'd I'd have a bigger beard than. Uh, I want to see it. Than Vincent, do it. No. Do it. I. What do you have to lose? Wait. I have to go to work and talk to people and interview them. I can't have this weird, gross beard on my face. Yeah, you can. No, yeah, I can't. Can. Make 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 him make, make him do November. Yeah. I'll think about it. Wait, but then try and comb it over. <laughs> probably, I probably and never could. say a thing about it to anybody. Just pretend like nobody notices. <laughs> like you're just combing your really long beard as like kind of like a weird hair helmet. It's just like the best part about helmet. this was Kirby's reaction because <laughs> she went oh. Oh, just just because you. So everybody knows we also have um, 
the glorious Kirby here. She uh, she is taking the how manly is she quiz. Don't right. don't use words like glorious. You're gonna give her a big head, and I'm the one who has to live with her. All right, big headed Kirby. I love her, but in so, <laughs> I love her, but in some ways she's worse than living with Nixon. I swear to God, <laughs> that guy. I wonder what that guy would get in the manly quiz. So. All right, number three. How would you react if a bloke in a pub wanted to fight? Hmm. <clears throat> you would run or cry away, score one point. <laughs> <laughs> if you try to defuse the situation... That's negative three if you react like that. Like, not a, uh, you haven't had a fight since primary school, get two points. If it's on, it's on. You quietly con- you're quietly, con- quietly confident and you used to be a bit tasty. Get three points. You I'm start, always wait, tasty. Don't you get minus points for referring to yourself as tasty? <laughs> yeah, you are, right? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like there's a negative two there. It's two, uh, but it was a trick question. You can take three, but you got to give two of them back. Let's yeah. go. I'm feeling pretty tasty. Right. You know, that's how that sounds. You, uh, for four points, you instantly start rolling up your sleeves, ready to teach the sucker a lesson. Right. Where's me? Just who's going to hit me? <laughs> well. All right, I got my score. She wants to go. I'm, I'm, I'm all about right. equality. <laughs> she wants to fight dirty. I will punch right. her back. That's the thing. Is like, hey, if you're going to start the fight, you were aware you were a girl <laughs> when you started <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. You were aware. It wasn't you a knew, surprise. You knew that surprised. going in. Yeah. Holy shit, I shouldn't like, be fighting. Right? Like, unless yeah, you got gonna, sucker punch. You're going to start this fight. You're going to damn well sure I'm going to beat you. I'm going to end it. <laughs> Number four. What position uh, did or do you, did you play in football? Okay. Soccer. I'm even counting this as if you played football. I football? I played with in, your friends. Well, this is the, oh. this is the UK, so we are talking about football. Ah. Uh, oh yeah, true. we're talking about soccer right now. What are the what are, what are the positions? Yeah. What are the positions? Go. First <laughs> So four points was for center back, center forward, center mid. There you go. Yeah. Uh, three points was full back or winger. Two points was wherever they put you, often in goalie. <laughs> you didn't. You preferred reading, skipping, or practicing the clarinet. Uh, was that one point? That was one point. I didn't. So I didn't I'm going to say this could soccer. be soccer or actually football. Well, but because but we're the, Amer- no, we're Americans. I don't give a fuck. We're Americans. But the positions so, you described are different. Well, okay. So well, were you, you can, the quarterback? You were the running back? Were or you center? One of the other defense kids who mostly is just like lucky to be there you are you are you a meat receiver? sack in the middle are you one of those guys who doesn't have a play to remember you just okay go wherever forward. whatever you played as a kid rate yourself how manly your position was you you know how you were yeah where if you were the kicker you're the goalie if you were the right. fullback or winger you're a person who yeah. got the ball handed Nobody to you or passed well i played i played offense and defense so i'm taking all the points yeah. i did too well, then take well we all points. did and Dane and Ashley did play. No, soccer. I played. I, play, I, no, I didn't I, no. play center. No, I played. I, well, I played actual like foot, American football, offense and defense. Yeah, me too. Right. Varsity. Oh, I didn't play varsity. So I'm I'm taking all the points. <laughs> yeah, that's probably that's probably worth a four points. I ran man. that defense. Anybody's ever wondering why my back's so fucked up too? <laughs> and Dane Danen was the captain of the uh, varsity soccer defense. Yes. I'm taking. All right, number five. What do you smell of? Mm. Sorry. Or are you making a smell? No, I was oh. <laughs> from, from California was calling. Okay. Um, I smell like rich leather and seeing a man about a horse. For one point, <laughs> you smell of hummus, fear, and scented candles. <laughs> 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 
Why hummus? Hummus. Like, what? Why is hummus like one point? I like hummus. Because chickpeas. Uh, right. It's just chickpeas. Chickpeas. <laughs> 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 All right. For two points, <laughs> I you really smell want to be that use for toxic two man and be like, I can eat fucking hummus and chickpeas. <laughs> hummus and chickpeas. <laughs> I actually got man a guy at work today about hummus. You did. I heard you. It was funny and kind of girly. What was number two? <laughs> what was two points? <laughs> two points is you smell of wine, flat white, and unisex cologne. What's three? Uh, beer, smoke, and aftershave. <laughs> Four? Uh, sweat, right. meat, and engine oil. <laughs> so wait if you smell True. like sweat you can have four points what if you smell like the meat sweats oh, yes. <laughs> technically they didn't say where the sweat came from I mean I think they're implying that it was hard work but well there you go she literally smells like all three of those things every day she works you, do, so you, get, you got four points some manly, some manly stuff yeah um I don't know. I was sweating today. I gave myself four because when I sweat, man, I sweat. <laughs> I'm going with three because I don't often smell like sweat. But I also don't smell like unisex cologne. Right. Fair. And I don't ever smell like beer or smoke. Yeah, I don't smell like beer or smoke. I probably smell like beer and smoke. But not because I smoke. All right, number six. All right. What do you order at an Indian restaurant? Ooh, Okay. For one point, you order omelet and chips. Well, you don't know what's in these so-called curries. Oh, jeez. I can chip three times in a pot. For two points, it's korma, I can't say this name, or Pasadena, perhaps with a Peshwari naan. That's pretty good, though. That's good. Yeah. Three points is Jalfraziz, Rojan Josh, or Buna, couple with sides of Padamas, Pint, Lovely. Whatever that is. What's four? Uh, Vindaloo, Madres, Ooh. or Fall. Vindaloo's good. Four more pints while you're at it, pal. Vindaloo's good. I no. might have to actually choose a four here. I'm taking four for that one. I am too. I'm taking three. Okay, I'm taking a four, but because if we went to that restaurant, I don't know what any of those things mean. We would and order would, and you would just eat it. I would, yeah. yes. So you're, you're manly by extension. <laughs> That's right. Cause... By association. I, I, I know some men. What? You get points, right? Two, you make you make curry with uh, cream of chicken soup. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's wait, you wait. sure that's what? a two right. or is that a one? She that's... doesn't. She doesn't order omelet and chips. And spicy mayonnaise curry. <laughs> do, you, do you not like spicy food? Oh no, I do. Oh, okay. No, she just that's how she that's how she makes curry. Okay. Everybody, everybody has to have a base. It's a, bastard, it's a bastardized chicken curry. It is, but Danny loves it. All right. It's like on the back of a. Hellman's mayonnaise con- container. Oh, it's a Hellman's. It's a container. It was. A, recipe? It's a Campbell's soup recipe. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's not. The container recipes are the best. All right, number seven. What are you like in bed? <laughs> oh, okay. Is Bigfoot on that list? Sasquatch. One point. Pajama clad and cuddle a hottie bottle. No, oh, that's a one pointer for <laughs> me. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Two points. Submissive and slightly self conscious. N- nobody's saying a thing. <laughs> yeah, everybody's thinking it, but they're right? not saying it. Three points. Kirby? Adventurous no, no. and attentive. Hmm. All right. Four okay. points. Dominant, maybe a bit selfish. That's not me. <laughs> Number eight. You're off to a festival. Where will you sleep? Oh, yeah. Horizontally. 
at home in my bed because I'm not going. <laughs> that's well, a negative five. That's actually number one. All right, there we go. I'll take one on that. <laughs> Done. Is it Fire Festival? Number two, at the nearest hotel or boutique bed and breakfast. Nope. Can't beat home comforts. Get two mm. points. Nope. Aww. Three points, a Winnebago or Posh TP. You'll only consider camping if it's VIP. Nope. Glamping. Give me a four. Tent, obviously. Yes. You got some new camping gear you're gagging to try out. I just okay. did, like, okay. <laughs> last month. I'm taking a four for that. I'm not going to the festival, but if I'm camping, it's in a tent. I guess that counts. Yeah. I'll say it's camping or a festival. What are you going to yeah. do? Yeah, it's camping, it's in a tent. Yeah. Camped in a tent not two weeks ago. Me, yeah, it was horrible though. I love camping in a tent. My tent's like my the brother. Best. We left our we left our tent the last time we went camping. Yeah, it all went south. It was bad. Oh yeah, yeah. You didn't tell us. You didn't bring yeah, we home? never we never we never we never had the uh, on on air um, vacation, vacation discussion. conversation. All of our adventures. we gotta do that between now and Labor Day when before summer's over. All right, uh, we'll do it like number a nine. Cool episode. Number nine. Number nine. Oh wait. Uh-oh. How many things have you choked to death with your own hands? Well, no, they dated this quiz. Kirby once, but fortunately she came. I right didn't back. read all right. ten. questions. So you took a four on the last one. <laughs> to death. You can't read all ten questions. No, this one's dated. What does it say? What's number nine? Just read it. What do you fancy seeing at the cinema this weekend? Okay, you can still go okay. with that. Well, go. What yeah. movies are there? Yeah, there are movies that are currently out. No, or no, no that... just to give us the movies that they want on the on the list. All right. And we'll have real answers. One of them's going to be a sensitive rom com or something, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, for one point, your choices were One Chance, Philomena, or Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2. Okay. Yeah. Meatballs 2 was a good movie. Meatballs 1 was better. Anyway, two. two points was Captain Phillips, The Selfish Giant, or Blue Jasmine. Okay, what's three? Three points was Filth, Ender's Game, or The New Thor. Okay. All right. Four was Escape Plan, Brush, or Machete Kills. Three. Oh. I'm going to have to go three. I'm checking a three. three. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, there's a leak in the boat. <laughs> Number ten do, and do the help. last question. Ooh, last question, everybody. Mm. What do women tend to like best about your body? Oh, here we go. My sense of humor. <laughs> about your body. <laughs> For four points, your strong hands and hairy chest. Ooh. Wait, <laughs> no. those are unrelated. Wait, that's four wait, it points? It has to be and? That's yeah, good. you have to have both? Because yes. I've got the chest. I've got my the, hands, and I've got the hands. My hands are very supple. Like, I actually had... They're like a baby's behind. No, this is a true story. I'm going to tell you guys a true story. I actually had a girl break up with me, and this is the excuse that she used. My hands were too soft. <laughs> Man's hands are supposed to be scratchy. Huh? Doesn't get you a lot of points in this game. No, it doesn't. Okay, what's number three? To get three points, you have to have muscular arms and a gym owned buff torso. No, that's not that's not me. Hell no. For two points, your beautiful eyes and smooth limbs. Oh, that's me. <laughs> and for one point, your mom loves the whole of you. <laughs> your mommy loves you. Oh, it's cute. What? Your mom loves your whole what? The whole on you. Wait. All right. Is that all the questions? That's all the questions. Do so we have to do tallies? We're gonna tally them up. So we'll be right back after we get our scores. I'm already done. Our I think, scores. I think Dana's still adding up. He's talking about the leak. 
Danon's doing that there math. All right, so I'm going to go from the lowest rank to the highest rank. The lowest rank to the highest rank. Yeah, so zero out of 15 points. Oh, you're only supposed to get 15 points here? No. There's oh, a possible it's possible 40. 15, yeah. There's possible 40, okay. But I'm going to say I'm going oh, in them 40? in reverse order. Okay. Okay. So if he scored, did anybody score between zero and 15 points? None of us. No. Okay. Not, not even Kirby. Not even Kirby. <laughs> not even Kirby. So here's what they said. <laughs> oh, For zero to 15 points... Sort it out, sad case. You're a wimpy bedwetter and tastes and opinions <laughs> of an ope. Okay, you're an individual and there's something to be said for that, but not for being a sexless square. Nice. Life and love are going to pass you by unless you grow a pair, man up, and escape mummy's apron strings. Ouch. Right. That's, exa- that's exactly what we needed. Uh, we need to be contributing to the toxic masculinity. I was just going to say, they went straight uh, toxic masculinity issue, with issues that. Issues that we have in the world, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Good job contributing to the rape culture, Guardian. Oh, nope. Telegraph. Telegraph, sorry. Telegraph. All right, what do you got next? Uh, 16 to 23 points. Did anybody fall into that? Oh, Kirby. Kirby did. Ooh, oh, just... This is in the high end of the range. But well, but mm-hmm. she is the the woman in this group, so yeah. she should she's the, she's score. She's low. the non dude. She's the non dude. Yeah. So it's a high the, two though. It was almost a three. It was almost a three. So not bad, lad. But let's face it, you're a boy rather than a man. Be braver, more spontaneous, and less of an overgrown student bore. Ouch. Men will respect you more, and women will notice. They don't want a wet blanket to boss around and mother. They want someone who will make them go all a flutter. Ooh. Look, I can get almost any girl in bed. It's fine. There you go. <laughs> uh, All right, what's next? 24 to 31 points. Oh, Ooh, we got that's a Pete. Pete. I'm at 30. I'm at 31. Oh, so oh. we have Pete and Ken. Yeah. All right. Well played, sir. You're manly without being a caricature. Capable, cool, and confident. Popular with both the lads and the ladies. We're just the right kind of manly, Ken. That's right. But don't try too hard. Remember to be yourself, not some imagined, obsessed GQ stereotype. The odd quirk or guilty pleasure might make you more interesting. All right. So, So, I feel good about that. I scored 32. So, I feel (laughs) like I'm right at the edge of both of these then because that can't no you're 32 you're the next level man no, it's the level system, it's all man. or nothing so is yeah, that that's what like me, K- that's that like saying you? kirby's a three yep mm-hmm. how many what did you score 34 34 so you are the most manliest man in this room <laughs> in this room it's hilarious people were Pete and i were talking about that earlier yeah i'm sorry I, I was the least manly of the men and I totally called that. So <laughs> what did you score? He's wearing a thirty. You got a thirty, and you got a thirty-one. And he looks fabulous in it. So then I got thirty-two. So we're all one point away. And then Dana jumps up two fucking points. Dana's the man of the hour to be the. And that's all because he's. And yet still the best it's, chance of pulling off a credible female voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all because he just started growing this beard. So if it wasn't for that, right. you probably would have been out of it, wouldn't you? Yeah. You would have been down points, a whole level. Those points meant a lot. It did. Yes. Yeah, the beard changed his whole mental outlook on manliness. Yeah. Oh, man, also, now that I have a goatee, I'm the evil twin. That's true. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be fun. Good work, fellas. You should just tell everybody you're Davin. Ooh. <laughs> Danon's evil twin brother. It's a very dynasty kind of right? twist. Good work, fella. You're a manly man for your big, 
hairy hobbit feet up to We're your men. square We're men. jawed We're men. head. You're good with your hands, handy with your fists, and pumping with pure testosterone. Oh, or, I can feel it wafting off of him. Or possibly steroids. Right. <laughs> but don't Boy, be afraid wait. of your more feminine side. You risk becoming a boar or a dinosaur. Oh, I might be a dinosaur. That seems rad. You're a stegosaurus. <laughs> Calm down, caveman. <laughs> you mean a stegosaurus. You're a stegosaurus. <laughs> Let me see your triceratops. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus, there are three of them. Did I say triceratops? I thought. I meant diplodocus. diplodocus. You are doing this way too well. I know, right? This is why I scored low on the whole thing. Peach just being fabulous. That's right. Don't judge him for his activities. I'm a real person in here. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, there was a manly quiz. We'll be right back. All right. And we're back. We are back. We made it back. We left and then came back. We're back again. Yeah. Do you remember that cartoon? We're back. No, it was the dinosaurs. Oh yeah, the the was it like called like something weird like we're back the dinosaur story or something? I think it was just called we're back. Oh well, I didn't watch it. (laughs) How did you not watch that as a kid? Why would I? How many times can you watch a story about Littlefoot? Uh, well, apparently uh, a thousand, uh, if you were in Latchkey. Because that was the one VHS the they story. had, and we watched that thing to death. Right. Did I love me some Littlefoot? We did did you that. Did you cry when Littlefoot's mom died? I don't remember. What do you mean you don't remember? Did you or did you mm-hmm. not? I don't remember if I fucking cried, bitch. Did you, did you cry when Mufasa died? No. Even at Neither. seven, I was more of a man. Than what me. are you, a machine? I didn't cry. You know what I did cry in? What? Okay, we're gonna go. We're, we're all gonna give a. We're all actually gonna talk about. We're gonna tell everybody right now before we get to quips. One movie that we cried at. Ooh, okay. I cried at the end of Rocky. The end of Rocky. The end of Rocky. What the fuck is wrong with you? I, I'm, t- I'm telling you the truth, you man. You were so happy for him because he made it, man. He survived. He went the twelve rounds. You know, I'm going to go okay. with that and also say that one of the movies I did cry at was Cinderella Man. Did you? Yep. There you go. But that see? wasn't the one I was going to pick out, like, okay. just now. Well, what one, what one are you going to pick? Transformers. Oh, when Optimus Prime died. Right. Exactly. Oh, my God. All right, Dana, you go. You're up. I cried at Coco. That did you cry at Coco, really? Really, at this point in my life, anything with, like, dads and daughters, that gets me. Oh, that's fair. That's so, fair. like, at the end, when the, the ghost dad comes back and his beautiful little baby daughter is this old woman and he finally gets to see her again and they get back together, oh, Jesus, that was just, uh, like, I couldn't imagine. Before we get to Ken, the one that really got me was, was what's the one um, where it, they're in the kid's mind? In the inside Out? Inside Out, when, when the hippopotamus guy fade away. Yeah. Oh, well, that gets me right there, man. That, that one got me too. Candy that got me. That got me right there. All right, Ken. Basically, all of the movies. <laughs> all of the movies. <laughs> all of them, like Nightmare on Elm Street, cry. No, like okay. um, I don't really any movie any movie with a tender moment these days. I'm like I'm weak now. Leave oh, yeah? their own. Yeah. How did um, how did you score higher than me? I'm just it's a mystery. I tell you. No, like um. All right, so I watch I watch World Trade Center every um, every nine eleven anniversary. 
Oh, yeah. Makes me cry every time. Gets you every time. Just the extraordinary heroism of those people just, you know, running into a, you know, that situation. I just, I, I ball like, like a baby every time. Okay. Fair. All right. We're going to do these quips now? We, and we, we kind of did an aside there. Hmm. Okay. So who's going first? Is it me? Well, I'll go first. So mine, mine's basically about um, passionate activism and how you can go too far. Okay. And it's uh, recently a French activist has hit the headlines for his comments about mosquitoes and why we should, should allow them to drink our blood. Americ Caron, a television presenter, urges us not to kill mosquitoes. Instead, we should allow them to take blood donations. And yes, my, I am doing air quotes. Blood donations, as he likes to call it. They're only getting the protein they need. As reported by The Independent, the insects apparently want to gain protein for their eggs so that they can breed the next generation of bloodsuckers. Yeah, that's that's how things That's exactly the problem right there. That's exactly the problem with that. Yeah, we don't want any more of these fuckers. They spread disease, man. Right. And they're annoying. And they give you the fear. And the malaria. So I, I've never heard of this term, guys. Americ Caron is himself an anti-speciesist. Oh well, that's when you include everybody in the rainbow, including mosquitoes. But he claimed that it is embarrassing for anti-speciesists who realize they are being attacked by a mother who is trying to nourish her future children. However, he did mention that there were exceptions to this rule. Even though killing mosquitoes is not acceptable in the eyes of many animal rights activists. There are some scenarios in which it is unavoidable. He claims that if you live in or are traveling to Africa, you are allowed to kill mosquitoes due to the risk of catching malaria. So you can only kill the black ones? So, so, their, <laughs> so their lives are important, just not as important as yours. Right. Yeah, the ones in Europe, those are fine. Leave those ones alone. If you yeah. go to Africa, go kill to Africa, all the mosquitoes. Go to Africa, kill all the mosquitoes. Yeah, dude. That's super racist it for is. a guy who thinks he's including everybody. In order to stop being bitten, one must use garlic... Or lavender. He also advised that people should wash regularly to keep insects away. But malaria is a disease that affects more than just Africa. So if you're sticking by Karen's rules, you're not allowed to kill them in any of those countries where malaria is. What about West Nile? Yeah, exactly, right? Tropical sprue. I mean, the list goes on. Annoying allergic reactions. So yeah, um, no, mosquitoes. You know, you you know what I think? I think this guy's a vampire, and he's just trying to normalize the behavior, so that when he comes along and wants to suck our blood, we're just like, oh yeah, whatever. Right. Well, then how come he said to use garlic? Right. Because when he wants you not to use garlic, that's to get them away. But that would get him away too. No, because that's a thing. It doesn't work. Oh, it doesn't work. That's, they, he just wants you to feel safe oh, right. when it comes time. And you'll be like, ooh, but I got the garlic. And he'll be like, yeah, I love garlic. That's part of the deep state. <laughs> yeah. It's actually just a seasoning. You're delicious. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, because he likes to, you know, when he fricassees you, he likes to throw a little bit of garlic right. in there. And yeah. it, you know, Another known fact about bl- vampires is they absolutely will cook you. Yeah, 100%. Like, mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Okay, good. Actually, really, what some of the best chefs in the world. Really? Oh, they've had so much practice. It's ridiculous what they can do with blood. Freaky. All right. <laughs> Dateline, Ohio. Dateline. It's safe to say the good things come in twos. 
Twin brothers driving near-identical vehicles were pulled over Thursday while driving to the annual Twins Day Festival in Twinsburg, Ohio, after state troopers suspected the pair each had the same identical license plates. Wait till you hear what they're driving. Andy Baker told Fox 8 that he and his identical brother Chad were heading to the festival from Nashville, Tennessee, in separate blue Teslas when state troopers stopped them, although they were not speeding. One trooper suspected the twins had the same license plate, making him do a double take. Both license plates uh, appeared to say S-U-B-J-T-O to the officer, but moments later he stood corrected. He says, do you know why I pulled you over? You guys have the same license plate. I said, incorrect. Incorrect, sir. Right. I've been waiting for this all day. (laughs) Thank you for pulling me over. The two twins are real estate investors, and subject two is a term used in the business. One is a zero. The other one is an O, letter O. The other one is a zero, said Andy. Last year, the twins were pulled over by Ohio 30s for speeding while driving to the festival at 58 miles per hour, making this their second run-in with the law. Last year, both bakers were ticketed, but their ticket... But this time their luck held, and the state trooper let them go. No, nobody likes getting pulled over by police, but we were both nervous. But it's a great story we will tell all weekend. Wait a minute. Wait. Good job Are finding the humor and looking on the bright side, fellas. Enjoy your festival. Nice. How did they both get pulled over by one cop? You never seen a cop pull two cars over at one time? No, it's kind of it would be impressive, right? Like, how do you do that? You pull up next to him. <clears throat> And you use a loudspeaker telling them both to pull over. Interesting. Mm. Also, blue Teslas. They must have some blue money. Blue Tesla. Well, they're yeah. real estate investors. They're obviously very successful at it. I right. guess so. Yeah. I mean, Teslas, you can get a tel- te- whatever. Tesla? 35K. You can't, but they can. <laughs> you there can. are people who can. <laughs> right. All right. Teslas are well. expensive vehicles. So, here. You can order a Tesla. I don't know if you'll get it. <laughs> There's still such a wait for it. Yeah, we've got a tale of the CIA, CIA and uh, spies. Okay, oh, this will be interesting. Are cats the perfect spies? Oh, did it say perfect? perfect. It said perfect. Yeah, it choked up perfect. a little bit. Perfect. There, it just it hurts coming out. Turns like out, not so much. Yeah, because you started the whole premise, are cats the perfect spies? And everybody said no. And the CIA said, maybe. So, Operation Acoustic Kitty was a secret plan to turn cats into portable spying devices. However, the CIA only ever produced one, Acoustic Kitty, because it abandoned the project after a test with the cat went horribly wrong. The Acoustic Kitty was sort of a feline-android hybrid, a cyborg cat. A surgeon implanted a microphone in its ear, a radio transmitter at the base of its skull. The surgeon also wove an antenna into the cat's fur, uh, writes scientist Emily Anthes in Frankenstein's Cat, cuddling up to biotech's brave new beasts. That seems unnecessary. CIA operatives hoped they could train the cat to sit near foreign officials. That way the cat could secretly transmit their private conversations to CIA operatives. For its first official test, CIA staffers drove Acoustic Kitty to the park, tasked it with capturing the conversation of two men sitting on a bench. Anthes writes, Instead, 
the cat wandered into the street where it was promptly squashed by a taxi. Of course it did. Not the outcome they were expecting. What? The problem womp, womp. was that cats are not especially trainable, she writes. <laughs> no no right. shit, Sherlock. Right? In a heavily redacted memo, the CIA concluded our final examination of trained cats, dot, 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 convinced us that the prog- program would not lend itself in a practical sense to our highly specialized needs. Still, this does not mean the U.S. government's days of animal engineering were over. In 2006, the Pentagon's Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA. or DARPA, asked scientists to create cyborg insects. Yeah. Yes, scientists, er, insects are animals. With DARPA's support, researchers at the University of California, Berkeley, successfully created a cyborg beetle whose movements they could remotely control. So it's like the little bug in fifth element? I think so. Though Berkeley scientists appear to have demonstrated an impressive degree of control over their insect's flight. They report being able to use an implant for neural stimulation of the beetle's brain to start, stop, and control the insect in flight. God, what a horrible existence for that tiny little thing. No shit. They could even command turns by stimulating the basilar muscles. They could spasm it in a direction. The idea of secret spy bugs may sound a little terrifying, especially for anyone who saw the Robot Bees episode of Black Mirror. Uh, but did. rest assured that it's probably still safe to have private conversations around cats. They're, they're <laughs> so, notoriously smug, indifferent attitudes will likely keep protecting them from CIA conscription. So just to make sure that we're clear on this, I have to let the mosquito drink my blood, but DARPA can make cyborg mi- beetles. Right. Yeah, that's also how, also, how do you have an acoustic kitty and not name it Cat Stevens? Good point. Well, like, it was heavily redacted. Maybe for privacy, they kept Cat Stevens' name out of it. Also, if, you're, if, you, if you want an animal that constantly wants to be around humans, why, do you why would you not use a dog? Yeah, why is Cat your first choice? The CIA Bird? is a lot of ways a joke. Have you guys ever read Legacy of Ashes? It's the no. CIA, like... Like biography, their fail list. Their fail list. Hmm. It's 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 a wonderfully sad, tragic book, but awesome. And they just do anything they can think of to try and. They're really bad find... at what they do. Yeah, like the Russians just laugh. Really? <laughs> yeah, the KGB just runs circles around with the whole book. That's really sad. Really? Yeah. Is that why we're losing? No, we're losing because we're a nation of morons who are apparently run by the Russians. I guess. We're losing because of Moscow Mitch. All right, Jonathan. By the way, Beetleborgs was a great show. Which was about... Beetleborgs? I've never seen an episode of Beetleborgs, and I'm kind of glad. Well, there was was cyborg beetles. Oh, okay. Why beetles? I mean, John, Paul, George, and Ringo? Alliteration. (laughs) Uh, It literally was a Power Rangers knockoff. Well, yeah. I'm just... just, I I know. I'm I'm in real life. Why beetles? Well, you don't want to brought beetles up. Well, because I, it was... He brought Beatles up. He read the damn article. It was it was a Japanese show, and they had the kaiju suits around. No, 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 no. No, 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 He's no, no, talking no. about... In real life. In real life, why did they choose Why did DARPA Beatles? choose Beatles? Why did DARPA oh. choose Beatles? Why didn't they choose, like, ants or... Because they're bigger. Butterflies. Yeah, I mean, if, 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 if Ant-Man is short as anything, it's I mean, like controlling on, the ants works. You don't have to implant anything into them. You just have to get the right frequency. You just have to build yourself a tiny hel- helmet. You have to become Ant-Man. Ant-Man. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jonathan. Find one named Anthony. Oh, Anthony. Christ. Or Antonio Banderas, if you're south of the border. Yeah, both of those. No one cares Grace about An- 99... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jonathan. Wait I got a million executives doing all that. Wait for it. Oh. <laughs> no one cares about 99% of the photos you take, not even yourself. True, True. story. For our summer vacation, my wife drove us hell over uh, hell for leather between national parks, driven by the urge to collect every stamp in her park passport. Oh, one of That's those vacations. That's a lot of freaking work, you guys. Let me tell you. We eagerly snapped up the new national parks geek merch our dog was sworn as a bark ranger and i was deputized photographer urged to get shots of thousand year old petroglyphs and cave dwellings not to mention the 200 million year old tree trunks instagram boyfriend we came home my wife poured over her passport and stamps the magnets and decals went on the fridge and cars the dog wore his bark ranger badge around the neighborhood with bearing pride and my photos, we haven't looked through them yet. I doubt we ever will. If we really need to see the petroglyph or the tree again, uh, it would probably be faster just to Google it. Yeah. Yeah. If anything like me, here's the exact number of times in any given year that you pour over your Apple Photos, Google Photos, or similar library. Approximately never. Who has the time, despite the encouragement those companies give us to store our images with them, that sits there as ones and zeros, billions of merely theoretical photos expanding massive amounts of energy on cloud servers, costing each of us a few bucks every month? So, I have a question for Danan, the the actual photographer of the group. How many photos do you have stored away that you'll never do anything with? Thousands. Thousands and thousands. thousands. Like genuine thousands, yes. Tens of thousands, actually. So, of the photos that you take, because you take a ton of guys, you do sporting events, you just right. clip, like, take thousands of shots at, like, a sporting event one. Right. Well, no, I, I don't because I know I have to go back through those and have to at least look at them all again once. So, I have seen all of the pictures I've ever taken at least twice. That's fair. So of of all those pictures they've taken, how many actually get are used? worthwhile? Well, see, that's the thing people don't even think about. Is so you go out at a, jo- a job, you take a hundred pictures, essentially ten. You need to have accomplished that job. Like ten percent. Yeah, it's, it's more or less. And really, you just try and get your odds better of, like maybe one in three pictures are useful for the task that you were assigned. But really, essentially, and you guys know this, one or two. You go shoot 100 pictures, one or two are going to end up in whatever happened that they hired you for. Like, I could go through there, throw away all of the things, give them the two best ones. They'd be mad at me because I didn't give them enough options, but they're the best ones. But that's all you need is one good photo of any good thing. Two, three, ten, maybe. Seventy-five? No. No, you don't. So for the normal Joes that are just constantly taking pictures... We never look at them. Oh, well, because there's no editing later. That's the thing they, that the real thing that they don't get on this is every misfocused, duplicated image you've ever taken is also still on your phone. Delete that shit. Like, look at it. Wow, that's a terrible photograph. Delete it. Move on with life. Take it again. <laughs> like, don't have all 17 of your shitty selfies. Just, just keep the one that you posted. Delete <laughs> the rest of them. But nobody does that. You just... Buy a new memory card. 
that drives me nuts. You start teaching classes to people, and they're like, oh, well, here's my memory card. That's the only one I've got. It's full now. I have to go buy a new one. Like, that's, that's your storage. That's how you're going to take care of this, it's that memory card that came with the camera when you bought it. It's completely rewritable, and you're going to just put it on a shelf now because it's full. Well, yeah. Sure. Well, they're so cheap now. I mean, I guess, but so are hard drives. Like, so are Compact flash cloud storage. Expensive. I mean, I don't know. It's just funny. You can't do anything with that. Who's going to have, like, a drawer full of SD minis? <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, I, you guys want to look through my photo album? Yeah, like you walk. Yeah, like you walk into like Bell's library and Beauty and the Beast, and it's just memory cards. Like every just, every square inch of that room is filled with memory cards, like mini SD cards right? and like little plastic cases. You're like, oh, what's on that one? God only knows. Oh, this is the yeah. This is the one with that time we went to to your Belinda. The bathrooms were so no, no, clean. no. That was the blue one. The blue one with the rainbow on it. That was that one. But like the red one. The red one is when we went to Grand Canyon. I don't know. That stuff. I know. I'm, I'm as guilty. I on my I, I have an eight terabyte network drive uh, for the household network. For for those of you looking to hack me, feel free to do that. Um, extra storage space. Yeah, uh, I have pictures terabytes. from my niece's graduation, which was like what five six years ago. I've never looked at them. Right, which is why I'm honestly the worst at taking family pictures. It's because I. I know the game, I guess. Right. Like, I'll go to the thing and take all the pictures for you, and I don't care about them. I'll never see them again. It's great. You paid me to do it. I didn't want to go do there. But then, oh, how come you're not taking pictures of our family? Because I don't need 95 pictures of us also still in the woods. Like, we did one. We got there. We all stood next to each other, took the picture. We're still camping. It's okay. day three. Yeah. Like, not much has changed. Yeah, like, right. If a Cat- thing happens. Catalog every moment. I don't want to miss anything. Yeah, no, no, no. If a thing happens, you take the picture of that thing. And then you can remember, hey, that thing happened. Was yeah. there a picture of it? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Not like, hey, what happened in between all of the things that we did? Yeah, when Sasquatch walks into your campsite, I mean, you want to you get a f- yeah, photograph you get that. that one. But you don't yeah. get the 75 other photos before he came in. No. Of the woods. And, oh, no, that was a tree. Oh, that was a bush. <gasps> no, 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 that was a bird. Okay. Oh, no, nope, still bird. No, like, well, well, I just went on vacation. We all just came back from vacation except for Jonathan. And for for a week and a half, a and you all guess? Can you guys guess how many pictures I took? Five, three, five, three. I'm gonna go with seven. I think I'm gonna five, three, seven. One. High. I took one. I picture. win. I was closest. I took one picture, and it's the picture I take every time I go camping. After this web, the, the site gets set up. <laughs> I take a picture of the site. That's it. That's all. So I can remember what that site looked like in that particular campground. That's all I did. And, the, and yes, that is Lake Superior behind those trees. But okay. that's all I took. That's it. That is not the picture I would have taken. Yeah, I would have at least taken one picture of me and the missus. Right. And the campsite. Nope. It, no, right. You know why? Because I have a girlfriend for that. Face doesn't <laughs> like being photographed. She, yeah. She, number one, she doesn't like getting photographed. And number two, she takes all the pictures. Well. I take nothing. And she's actually really good about taking few pictures i think for our week and a half she probably took 30 pictures right that's it and nothing at five the of which made it onto facebook yeah right. and you've seen them right yeah and five of which made it on the facebook and but here's the thing five it. pictures on facebook from a week and a half and you know what i'm fully briefed on pete's vacation yeah right? that's it <laughs> like i know I, I know what happened i know they had a good time i saw i saw some of the things they saw i'm good to go right yeah. 
And a couple of, like, that's I think five all, pictures and, like, two videos. Yeah, that's all that was really necessary. They had fun at Bliss Fest. They went to the, they went to the Porcupines. That's what I know. And he knows. Yeah. That's it. No, and he I'm saw where briefed. I'm briefed. When mm-hmm. you see that uh, photo gallery on Facebook, 78 images, you're like, no. 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 I was going to look at five well, of your images. Now I'm just going to look at out. the top I'm not going to look. I'm not going 78 images of what he did. We talked about at, at our job. We we post uh, things because it's our job too, uh, with pictures and we, our, the Flint City Bucks just won won a championship game that the city was showed up for at the stadium, and our photographer went to that and we posted pictures and she probably took around thirty forty pictures you know, yeah. um we actually asked each other like what's too many, and uh, we came up I think we came up with what between fifteen and twenty is max. For an online gallery? Yeah. For an online yeah. gallery. So we I think we had like 17 pictures that we chose. So I feel like that's about right. Yeah, unless you're selling a house. Yeah. Right. Well, Which, then, honestly, let's, like let's talk, well, bri- Yeah, briefly speak, let's talk about house photography for the, for the purposes of selling a house. <laughs> because 98 photos in a gallery, and most of them are of the decorating that you're going to change when you buy the house anyway. Right. Right. Like, it's less about... This is the size of the room as it is. Oh, look at my beautiful throw that I put on throw pillow that I put on this couch. Like nobody cares. I want to see the rooms. I want to see the yard. Yeah. You know, I want to see. Go up in your attic and take a picture. Take a picture of the fucking roof. You know, that's right. what I want to know. Oh no no no! Because I want I want the drone photography now. And I want everybody's I want, doing that, and I love it. And I want pictures because now I know the what the place looks like right. from above. Like how big I can get. I can sense the proportions. Right. Because you know everybody's everybody's seen that that pool on Expedia that looks enormous at the hotel, and you get there and it's barely enough to big enough to fit your, fit your foot in. Mm-hmm. I hate that pool. Yeah, perspectives suck, and I want I want the I want the full shot. That's, there you that's go. What I want. What do you want, Jonathan? I just want the house. You just want you have two. That's all. We talked about many, selfish how people many earlier. Do you need <laughs> one more. No, for Christ. What? He wants one elsewhere. Yeah. Like like Ogoma. Travel mm-hmm. house. Okay. Right. So, uh, you know, I, I think it's time. It is time. Good. Yeah, we're, we're, I think we're done. All right, guys. We well, hope you guys enjoyed this edition of Lex Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace.